Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of FNF Zone Coverage. You know who I am, the one and only Kamesh. This week we recap weeks 13 and 14 of the year as we finally start to unwind from the last season. On Madden 20. Let's get to work. Week 13. First game. Baltimore Ravens taking on the Indianapolis Colts. A 42-21 victory here for the Ravens. Scoring 21 in the fourth quarter alone. 399 yards of offense for Baltimore. 371 for Indianapolis. No turnovers for the Ravens, three for the Colts, and time possession in favor of Baltimore by roughly about five, six minutes. We've got uh, Casey Mann with 112 yards and a touchdown there for Baltimore, as well as Kyler Murray, 178 yards and a touchdown as well. Indianapolis's Jacoby Brissett, 258 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Rushing Todd Gurley on top here, 22 attempts, 88 yards, and a touchdown for him. Marlon Mack and Andy, 14 attempts, 71 yards on the day. Even Jacoby Brissett chipping in uh, as well. Uh, four attempts, 19 yards. Baltimore's Mark Ingram, seven attempts, 18 yards, two touchdowns on the ground for him. Receiving, Miles Boykin for Baltimore, three receptions, 129 yards, two touchdowns. Kendrick Bourne for Indy, uh, seven receptions, 76 yards, as well as the same for Nikhil Harry there in Baltimore, seven receptions, 76 yards. Uh, Sean Jeffrey for Indianapolis, five receptions, 61 yards, two touchdowns on the day for the vet. Uh, Case and Rudy for Baltimore, four receptions, 49-yard day. Devin Funches and Indy, four receptions, 42 yards. Marlon Mack chipping in on the receiving end as well with the rushing totals. Uh, three receptions to 39 yards and a touchdown. Mark Andrews for Baltimore, three receptions, 29 yards. And Eric Ebron with uh, three receptions, 27 yards on the day for him. Let's move on to the defense, shall we? Uh, tops for the defense goes to Indy. Kenny Moore, the second, 11 tackles, tackle for a loss on the day. Not a bad day for him. Um, anytime you get double-digit tackle total in a game is always good for a defensive player. Uh, probably could have been a little better considering he only had the one tackle for a loss. But, I mean, he is a corner, so you don't expect it too much. But the fact that he got 11 tackles in that, really, really good. Next up, we've got Old Man Thomas, Earl Thomas the third, eight tackles. Including one for a loss in his game this weekend. Um, 
you know, the fact that even as many years as this guy's been in the league, he's still doing it at a high level. Just something that um, you you really don't expect at this point in somebody's career. So, uh, congrats there to Earl Thomas. Just still playing all year at a high level. Moving on, we've got uh, Bobby O'Creek. Seven tackles on the day for him. Tackle for a loss as well. Baltimore's Mohamed Sanogo. Six tackle day. Indy's Rocky Austin. Six tackles. Tackle for a loss and a half a sack. As well as Darius Leonard with five tackles. Two for a loss and a half sack there for Indy. Jalen Ferguson. I almost wanted to say Jayon. <laughs> Jalen Ferguson, as well as Indianapolis's Devondre Campbell, both with five tackles on the day. Um, we've got Tavon Young for Baltimore, four tackles and an interception. Uh, Tony Jefferson, the second, as well as Marcus Peters with the same totals in this game, all for Baltimore. So let's move on to kicking because it doesn't look like we really have any other stats here for defense kicking we've got uh rigoberto sanchez um actually he didn't even kick in this one why would you have the punter ranked up top there if he didn't even do nothing and i didn't even realize he was a punter um, okay. Anyway, barring that little hiccup there, Cody Wise, rather, for the Indianapolis Colts, um, three for three on the day with his extra points. Uh, we had Justin Tucker miss his only field goal attempt, which was blocked, but he did connect on all six of his extra points to finish out the first game of week 13. Up next, we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland just sweeping away with this one, 36 to nothing. 282 yards offense there for them. 184 Pittsburgh, not even 50 yards rushing for them. Um, actually, Cleveland didn't even get 100 either, so that's pretty pretty crazy. Uh, turnovers were definitely a huge factor in this game, so it's the first game we're going to see... And maybe roughly about two weeks that haven't had some crazy turnovers. Um, I know we had the one game where both teams had quite a few a couple weeks back. Uh, one turnover for Cleveland, nine for the Pittsburgh Steelers in this one. So you can kind of understand why they put up a big goose egg in this game. Uh, time possession in favor of Cleveland, 18.05 to 13.55. Individual stats, we've got Baker Mayfield, 239 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception for him. Um, Joe Burrow, 154 yards, nine interceptions, so all those turnovers went to the QB. That is such an unfortunate day for Joe Burrow, who won the Super Bowl as a rookie with Tennessee last season. Rushing, we've got Travis Teen up front here, 10 attempts, 41 yards. Uh, Jalen Samuels for Pittsburgh, 5 attempts, 39 yards. Nick Chubb for Cleveland, 10 attempts, 30 yards. And Chris Carson with an 8 attempt, 7 yard day. 
no rushing touchdowns in this one. So everything that was done was done through either possibly returned touchdowns or through Baker Mayfield in the air, which leads us to receiving. T. Higgins here for Cleveland, two receptions, 61 yards, and a touchdown on the day for him. Pittsburgh's Caden Smith, four receptions, 57 yards. Juju Smith-Schuster with three receptions, 55 yards. Next couple being Cleveland, we've got Austin Siffer and Jenkins. Um, three receptions, 51 yards on the day for him. Jarvis Landry with two receptions, 49 yards, and a touchdown on the day. As well as Nick Chubb with one reception, 46 yards, being a touchdown for him chipping in receiving as well as his rushing totals. Uh, Pittsburgh's Ricky Seals-Jones with three receptions and 42 yards as well. And that is all we've got here for receiving. So let's move on to defense. Uh, the rookie from Washington, Joseph Gribble on top for Cleveland. Nine tackles, half a sack, and an interception. Um, That interception went for 51 yards. So I'm wondering. He did. Okay, that one was a touchdown return. Or an interception return for a touchdown, rather. Um, Ryan Shazier, six tackles, two tackles for a loss. Miles Garrett for the Browns, six tackles, two for a loss, and a sack. Jordan Jenkins for the Steelers, six tackles, tackle for a loss, and a sack as well for him. Um, Devin Bush with five tackles and a tackle for a loss. Cleveland's Demarius Randall, five tackles and an interception. Denzel Ward with four tackles and two interceptions. Uh, back over to Pittsburgh for the next couple. We've got Minka Fitzpatrick, four tackles, tackle for a loss. Raquan Davis with four tackles, tackle for a loss, and two sacks. Joe Schobert for Cleveland. We've got three tackles, tackle for a loss, and a half a sack, as well as an interception. Um, and then Sheldon Richardson with two tackles, a sack and a half as well. Um, Mac Wilson with an interception and a sack on the day there in Cleveland. Kyle Van Noy with a tackle and tackle for a loss for Pittsburgh. Let's look at kicking. Austin Siebert, three for three on the day. From field goal range 53 being the long connecting on three of his four extra points and of course with Pittsburgh not scoring um they didn't have any totals the main thing really with this game uh definitely the turnovers I I don't quite understand why you know after the first couple picks maybe Joe Burrow didn't get sit in favor of uh, Derek King. Um, that's something I possibly would have done. Especially if he's having a game that bad. Uh, maybe, I don't know, there could have been something wrong there. Maybe there's a nagging injury that we possibly don't know about. Um, hard to tell. Uh, moving on, we've got the Oklahoma City Nighthawks up against the Washington Redskins another blank game 52 to nothing route here for OKC 520 yards for them 46 offensive yards there for uh Washington 
three rushing yards. Three. Not even 50 passing yards, obviously, because they had 46 total yards, which means the other 43 went to that passing game. Absolutely incredible, just three rushing yards. Um, turnovers, OKC with one, Washington having three, and of course the time possession is in favor of um, the Nighthawks, 21-34 to 10-26. Jacob Eason, a perfect QB rating. 75 yards and two touchdowns. Jameis Winston, 258 yards, four touchdowns on the day for him. And Dwayne Haskins Sr. for Washington, 112 yards, two interceptions, sacked eight times in this game. Absolutely incredible. Le'Veon Bell tops here for rushing, 21 attempts, 166 yards. Did miss out on a touchdown, though. Mevin Gordon the third with three attempts and 10 yards. Jameis Winston chipping in as well with his passing totals. Four attempts, seven yards. Did fumble once, though. Um, again, just one of those things we've had a glaring with issue with this year. Just QBs fumbling at a pretty alarming rate. Um, Darius Jews for Washington, obviously, being the, uh, the lone head run here. Uh... Two attempts, five yards, and Kellen Munn getting in the fun, third-string quarterback for uh, OKC here. Two attempts, four yards, with a touchdown. Mike Evans on top receiving. Of course, it's going to be pretty much all tops <laughs> uh, receiving, rushing, and everything else. Basically, all offensively. I wouldn't even be surprised if it was defensively as well here for Oklahoma City. Mike Evans... Nine receptions, 213 yards, four touchdown day for him. So an extra, excuse me, an absolutely incredible game for him. Um, Dion Kane, two receptions, 64 yards at a touchdown as well. Washington's Terry McLaurin, three receptions, 43 yards. Um, Hale Henches, uh, two receptions, 29 yards for him. Lamar Miller with three receptions and 27 yards, all for Washington. We've got Chris Godwin here, two receptions and 21 yards. Melvin Gordon chipping in with a 12-yard reception as well. Defense. Okay, I guess Washington is going to be on top here. Uh, Patrick Sertan. Sertain. Pretty sure that's Sertain. Sertain the second. Seven tackle day for him. Trevor Williams with five tackles and a tackle for a loss on the day for him. Max Crosby, what a game for him. For OKC, five tackles, five interceptions. Or, sorry, five sacks, not interceptions. I was just looking at somebody else's stat here as I, like, was just doing this and I was in that uh, interception category. But five sacks on the day for this guy. Absolutely incredible. Um, Landy Collins for Washington. Five tackles. Tackle for a loss. Montez Sweat for Washington as well. Five tackles. Two tackles for a loss. Now here's the guy with the interceptions. Sean Murphy Bunning. Four tackles. Tackle for a loss. A sack. And both those interceptions. So there we go. The interceptions are actually relevant here. Um, so absolutely incredible day for him as well. And to f pretty much finish it off, we've got Rex Bird the third for OKC as well. Four tackles, tackle for a loss, and the other sack on the day. 
kicking to finish this one up. We've got Josh Lambeau connecting on his only attempt from 37 yards, as well as connecting on all seven extra points. And, of course, there's nothing in the way of Washington because, you know, again, it's the second game without uh, a team getting a point. Moving on. We now have the New York Jets taking on the Tennessee Titans in a very close battle that saw Tennessee win this one 28-25. Almost a comeback for the Jets here. 415 yards of offense there for Tennessee. 330 for the Jets. Less than 100 yards rushing. Um, just one turnover here in this game, which... Went to the Jets and time of possession in favor by roughly about eight and a half minutes to Tennessee. Damian Richardson, 254 yards, four touchdown day for him. Brett Hundley for the Jets, 252 yards, two touchdowns on the day for him. Zach Moss on top, rushing here for Tennessee, 16 attempts, 69 yards. Uh, Derrick Henry, 14 attempts with 63 yards. New York's Daryl Henderson Jr., 11 attempts, 36 yards. Brett Hundley chipping in as well with 8 attempts, 28 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Damian Richardson chipping in as well for the Titans as long as well with his, uh, his passing totals. 3 attempts for 25 yards, and Josh Adams for the Jets getting... Uh, five attempts, 14 yards, and a fumble, which must be the lone turnover. Receiving, we see T.Y. Hilton on top here for the Jets. Eight receptions, 93-yard day for him. Did miss out on that touchdown, though. Um, Jamison Crowder, three receptions, 74 yards, and a touchdown. Tennessee's Zach Moss chipping in with a 64-yard touchdown reception to go along with his rushing totals. A.J. Brown for reception, 60 yards. Rondale Moore, um, three receptions, 42 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, New York's Robbie Anderson, five receptions, 33 yards, and a touchdown. Derrick Henry chipping in as well with three receptions for 30 yards. And Corey Davis with three receptions, 25 yards, and a touchdown, as well as the rookie from Ohio State, Jeremy Ruckert, uh, with a 10-yard reception for a touchdown as well. On defense, we've got Rashawn Evans up top for the Tennessee Titans. Ten tackles, two-sack day for him. Next couple here being the Jets, we've got C.J. Mosley, ten tackles on the day. Blake Cashman with nine tackles, two sacks. And Mike Hilton with seven tackles on the day. Um, even Marcus May had one seven tackle day as well. Um, Kevin Byard for Tennessee with a seven tackle day. Rashad Fenton for Tennessee as well. Seven tackles and a tackle for a loss. Back over to New York, we've got six tackles and two tackles for a loss for Ben Gideon. As well as the same for Jeffrey Simmons Jr. for Tennessee. Six tackles, two for a loss. And that pretty much wraps that up. 
Um, there was a couple sacks throughout the game here. Nobody really had double digits except the one, or not double digits, um, more than one rather, um, multiples. So, uh, let's see. Yeah, that was just Blake Cashman and Rashawn Evans. So let's go ahead and move on to kicking to finish off this one. Uh, Eddie Pinero making his only attempt from 49 yards for the Jets, as well as connecting on both of his extra points. Um, Tennessee's Joey Sly missing his only attempt, but being able to convert on all four extra points that he had. Next, we've got the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions. A 45-7 victory here for Green Bay. 509 yards of offense uh, to the 65 of Detroit. Under 50 yards each rushing and passing there for Detroit. Um, they did have one turnover. Green Bay had two. And by a solid eight minutes flat, Green Bay held time of possession. Aaron Rodgers, 434 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception on the day. Tim Boyle for Detroit with 54 yards and an interception as well. Christian McCaffrey up top here, 17 attempts, 85 yards, and a touchdown on the day. <clears throat> Excuse me. As well as Aaron Jones with four attempts, 31 yards, and two touchdowns on the day. Detroit saw Curryon Johnson, nine attempts, 26 yards, and Puka Williams with three attempts for five yards. <laughs> Moving it over to receiving, um, of course, Green Bay is going to take tops here in the first couple. We've got Devontae Adams, six receptions, 181 yards, and a touchdown on the day for him. Very good day for Devontae Adams, who's become one of the best receivers in the league. Uh, Henry Ruggs the third, four receptions, 81 yards, missing out on a touchdown. Demarcus Robinson, three receptions, 75 yards, and a touchdown. And Keelan Cole with three receptions, 40 yards, and a touchdown on the day as well. Uh, Detroit's TJ Hawkinson with five receptions, 434 yards on the day. Um, Pretty much the only noteworthy thing to say here about Detroit as far as receiving goes. So let's move on to the defense. Um, This is where Detroit takes tops. Jason Verrett. Eight tackles on the day for him, as well as the lone interception. Dragon Balls for Green Bay. Seven tackles, tackle for a loss on the day. Detroit's Donald Payne with seven tackles, two for a loss. Adrian Amos for Green Bay, five tackles, tackle for a loss, as well as Kenny Clark with five tackles, tackle for a loss, and a sack. Um... Let's see, Trey Flowers for Detroit, five tackles, tackle for a loss, and three sacks. And then on the flip side, we've got Kevin King for Green Bay, four tackles, tackle for a loss, and an interception as well. Uh, let's see here, Zadarius Smith having two tackles and two sacks for Green Bay this week. Uh, Gregory Rousseau. Rookie from Miami for Detroit with two tackles and two sacks as well. So let's go to kicking. Tiny boop squig shortly. Uh, one for one. 
field goal range from the day, long being 40 yards, connecting on all six extra points. And Michael Badgley for Detroit, making his only extra point attempt as well. With that, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Brooklyn Bulls up next. Brooklyn cont uh, looking to bounce back after their loss, and they do. 34-7 victory here for them. 430 yards of offense, 139 for Jacksonville. Uh, no turnovers in this game, so it was a very, very solid game. And time possession just excruciatingly in favor of Brooklyn in this one that it's not even really worth noting. Um, no surprise, honestly. It's really not a surprise. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 246 yards, five touchdowns on the day. Jared Goff, uh, 108 yards and a touchdown for Jacksonville. Sony Michelle for Brooklyn, 21 attempts, 99 yards, missing out on a touchdown as well as that 100-yard day. Uh, Jordan Scarlett as well for Brooklyn, 14 attempts, 47 yards. Leonard Fournette for Jacksonville, 9 attempts, 15 yards. Jared Goff chipping in with 3 attempts, 13 yards. Elijah Holyfield for Brooklyn, 3 attempts, 10 yards. Lamar Jackson chipping in with two attempts and 10 yards and even Shea Patterson got a, a six yard rush out of the game even though he didn't really contribute much uh receiving we got Cooper Cup that's a name we haven't heard up top in a long time uh nine receptions 104 yards two touchdowns for the Bulls Dallas Goder as well six receptions 65 yards and a touchdown uh, Mari Cooper two receptions for 38 yards Jacksonville you got D.D. Westbrook, four receptions, 35 yards. D.J. Chark Jr. with a 22-yard touchdown reception. Marquise Lee with a 21-yard reception. Uh, Jordan Scarlett for Brooklyn chipping in on the receiving end as well. Two receptions, 19 yards, and a touchdown. Tylen Wallace, who normally has a very solid game, only two receptions for 18 yards in this one, so I'm wondering if maybe he ended up getting injured. Um, and Adam Shaheen. For Brooklyn as well, the tight end with a five-yard touchdown reception. On defense, uh, wow. Um, I don't know if I'll go through them all. I'll I'll take a look at as I go here. But the first like ten are Jacksonville. Um, we got Telvin Smith on top, eleven tackle day for him. Miles Jack nine tackles. Taven Bryant, eight tackles, two for a loss, and a sack. Shaheem Carter with seven tackles, as well as Paulson Adebo with seven tackles. Trey Hendricks with six. A.J. Boye and Ronnie Harrison both with five. Uh, let's move on to Brooklyn. We've got Timothy Poindexter with five tackles, two for a loss, and a sack. Brandon Graham with five tackles, three for a loss, and a sack. Back to Jacksonville with Josh Allen, four tackles, and a tackle for a loss. Holton Hill for Brooklyn, three tackles, tackle for a loss. Um, Jawan Bentley with three tackles, two tackles for a loss. And Jacksonville's Jake Ryan with three tackles and a sack. And to finish this one off... Um, even though there's not too much in the way of kicking, we've got 
Uh, Robbie Gold connecting on four out of five from extra point, and Dustin Hopkins connecting on his only one. Uh, I I firmly believe just because of the big year the kicking had for the most part this year. Um. <clears throat> Even if there's not too much in the way kicking, I will still take a look at it. And if it's anything noteworthy, for the most part, I'll add it. Um, obviously, there was no field goal in this game. And Hopkins only had one attempt. But uh, got to give the kicker some love as well. So let's move on, guys. Um, next up, we have got... The Denver Broncos and the Houston Texans. Now, the Broncos, I believe up to this point, are still undefeated, I believe. Um, they continue that as they win this one 24-21 in a very close game. 326 yards of offense for them, 283 for Houston. The only turnover going to Houston and... Excuse me again, guys. Man. Um, time possession in favor of Denver by roughly... Let's see here. Looking at five and a half minutes, roughly, give or take. Um, Deshaun Watson, 167 yards, three touchdowns and an interception on the day. Justin Harbour, 164 yards and a touchdown. Staying upright all game long, not even sacked once. Uh, Biggie backs here rushing, no surprise he's on top. 17 attempts, 90 yards, and a touchdown on the day for him. Houston's Duke Johnson Jr., 14 attempts for 44 yards. Philip Lindsay in Denver, 14 attempts, 40 yards, and a touchdown for him as well. Deshaun Watson chipping in for the Texans with 5 attempts, 36 yards. Justin Herbert chipping in with 6 attempts, 27 yards. James White, six attempts, 27 yards for Houston as well. Receiving, Will Fuller up top here for Houston. Four receptions, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Denver's Noah Font, four receptions, 44 yards, and a touchdown. Duke Johnson Jr. chipping in as well. Uh, three receptions, 32 yards. Jawan Winfrey for Denver. Two receptions, 30 yards. Mike Williams for Denver as well. Four receptions, 28 yards. Cody White for Houston. Two receptions for 27 yards. As well as KJ Hill with two receptions and 27 yards. Um, you've got James White chipping in with a 20-yard reception. Cortland Sutton, not a great game for him in Denver, even though he normally has a good one. Just two receptions for 18 yards in this one, so they kept him at bay pretty well. Defensively, Zach Cunningham for the Texans, 12 tackle day for him. Uh, Benardrick McKinney for them as well with 11 tackles, so both those guys, double-digit tackle days for them. Isaiah Simmons in, Ven in Denver, um, nine tackles, half a sack as well as Alexander Johnson with six tackles. Um, five tackles, two tackles for a loss for Charles Omenahue. Omenahue, I'm pretty sure that's how you say that, uh, for Houston. Kenneth Murray for Denver, 10 tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack on the day. Um, you've got Matthew Iannotis with a sack as well for Denver. And Bradley Chubb picking up that other half a sack. Three tackles. Tackle for loss in that half sack. 
kicking to finish off this one. Greg Zerline for Denver, one for two on the day, connecting on a 48-yarder and being automatic from extra point, connecting on all three. And Houston's Brett Mayer, um, 0 for 2 kicking on the day from field goal range, as well as being 1 from 2 on extra point. Okay, so moving on, guys. We've got Seattle Seahawks taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, 45-7 to was the final here in favor of San Fran. 405 yards of offense for San Fran. Not even 100 for uh, Seattle. Just 83 yards of offense. Under 50 each rushing and passing. Uh, two turnovers for San Fran, three for Seattle, and time possession in favor of San Fran as well by just under four minutes. Brock Purdy here uh, starting after Garoppolo got suspended here. 299 yards, touchdown interception, was sacked four times. Russell Wilson, 70 yards, two interceptions, and was sacked three times as well. Uh, rushing, we've got Tevin Coleman on top for San Francisco. 18 attempts, 170 yards, and a touchdown on the day. Seattle Sea Breezy, 13 attempts, 36 yards. Justin Ross with a 18-yard touchdown attempt for San Francisco. San Francisco's 2-2 Atwell also kind of chipping in as a receiver with rushing. Two attempts, a yard, and a touchdown as well. On the receiving, uh, two guys for um, San Francisco that were suspended as well. Um, George Kittle and Debo Samuel, I believe, was the other one. Um, Daryl Daniels, four receptions, 133 yards. No touchdown on the day for him there in San Francisco. We got Dante Pettis. Two receptions, 70 yards, 74 yards, rather, sorry. 2-2 Atwell, the rookie wide receiver from Louisville, chipping in not only in the rushing department, but catches some balls as well. Two receptions, 42 yards for him. Robert Foster, two receptions, 41 yards for him. Seattle's Will Disley, six receptions, 35 yards. Seabreezy chipping in with four receptions and 20 yards as well. Um... We've got Justin Ross for the 49ers with a four-yard touchdown reception, if I remember correctly. Yes, he had an, that rushing attempt that resulted in a touchdown as well. Um, pretty much about it for receiving, so let's take a look at the defense here. Uh, first couple being Seattle, Quandre Diggs. 10 tackles on the day for him. Luke Keekley, 6 tackles and a sack on the day. Uh, Keanu Neal with 6 tackles. And Bobby Wagner with 6 tackles, tackle for a loss on the day. For San Francisco, we've got Quan Alexander, 6 tackles and a tackle for a loss. And Fred Warner with 5 tackles, 2 tackles for a loss. Back over to... Seattle, we've got Jadavion Clowney, five tackles, two sacks. Um, Shaquille Griffin with four tackles and an interception. 
for San Fran, we've got D Ford with three tackles, tackle for a loss, and and a sack, two sacks. Sorry, two sacks. Three tackles, tackle for a loss, two sacks. Nick Bosa as well with two tackles and a sack to finish off what we've got for the defensive totals. Um, kicking, Giorgio Tavecchio connecting on a 23-yarder and connecting on all six extra points. Jason Myers for the Seahawks missing his attempt and connecting on his only extra point. Moving on and up next, we have the London Monarchs playing the Oakland Raiders with the Monarchs winning this one, 45-15. 399 yards of offense for London, 370 for the Oakland Raiders, two turnovers for the Monarchs, three for the Raiders, and time possession in favor of Oakland by probably about 30 seconds, give or take, so not a huge difference there. Chris Mercado, 112 yards and a touchdown on the day for him. Derek Carr, 268 yards, touchdown, three interceptions, and sacked six times in this one. Rushing Chris Mercado up top here for London. Nine attempts, 127 yards, two fumbles. Um, again, I don't get why people want to continue to run the ball with their quarterback if they're just going to fumble. Um they need to get down or something. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott having a, himself a day as well here for London. 17 attempts, 127 yards, 4 touchdowns. So great game for Ezekiel Elliott. Oakland's Josh Jacobs, 20 attempts, 91 yards. Missing out on a touchdown and his 100-yard game. Golden Tate for uh, London, 3 attempts, 28 yards for the wide receiver. Kareem Hunt chipping in as well. Uh, five attempts, 16 yards, and a touchdown. Like I said, great, great halfback. Just seeing such limited amount of snaps, making the most of them as he possibly can over these past couple weeks. Um, somebody who should be a halfback one, being a halfback two because of the acquisition of Elliott. Um, like I said, you got to make the best of your opportunities. Uh, Derek Carr for Oakland shipping in as well with a five-yard rushing uh, on the day. Receiving, we've got Robert Woods for Oakland. Seven receptions, 111 yards, no touchdown. Uh, Evan Ingram for the Monarchs, five receptions, 55 yards. Uh, next couple being Oakland, we've got Darren Waller, five receptions, 50 yards, Tyrell Williams, 5 receptions, 41 yards, and a touchdown. And Hunter Renfro, 3 receptions, 25 yards. London, Sterling Shepard, 2 receptions, 22 yards. Uh, Golden Tate with a touchdown reception, 2 receptions, 15 yards. As well as those uh, couple rushes that he had. Don't see anything else. Hopkins must be injured. Because I don't recall saying his name too much lately. And he doesn't even have a reception in this game. So he must be injured. Uh, okay, let's move on to defense here. Oakland's Jelani Tavai. Nine tackles on the day. Uh, Anthony Barr for the Monarchs. Nine tackles. Tackle for a loss. Carl Joseph for Oakland. Eight tackles. Tackle for a loss. 
Kendall Sheffield for London, eight tackles and interception. Jermaine Pratt with six tackles. Lamarcus Joyner for the Raiders with six tackles. Cole Holcomb, six tackles, tackle for a loss. Kareem Martin for London, six tackles, three sacks. Oakland's Daryl Worley, <clears throat> five tackles and a tackle for a loss on the day. Uh, back over to London for the next couple, we've got DeAndre Baker with five tackles, Jonathan Jones as well as Shaq Thompson with four tackles, and J.J. Watt with four tackles, a tackle for a loss and two sacks, as well as Marcus Golden with four tackles and a sack. Um, Oakland's Justin Houston with four tackles and a sack as well. And to pretty much finish it off, we've got Anthony Harris for the Monarchs. Three tackles and an interception on the day. In wave kicking, we've got Daniel Carlson for Oakland. Three for four on his field goal attempts, long being 50 yards. Um, he was their offense pretty much. Uh, obviously didn't have an extra point attempt. So, nine points being right there. Um, Aldrick Rosas, one for one on his field goal attempts, long being 45 yards, as well as connecting on all six of his extra points. Up next, we have the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the San Diego Crusaders. Victory for the Crusaders here, 35-21, scoring 21 points in the second quarter there for the Crusaders. So, I mean, pretty much matching what the Bengals had the entire game in one quarter. Absolutely incredible. Um, 403 yards of offense for Cincinnati in this one compared to the 383 for the Crusaders. Um, the learn, lone turnover also went to the Crusaders as well. But time possession in favor of San Diego here by just under a minute. Tua Tagovailoa, 137 yards and a touchdown on the day. Easton Stick putting in some work as well. 224 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. He was sacked five times in this one. And... Tanner Morgan, the rookie from Minnesota for Cincinnati, 355 yards, two touchdowns, and he was sacked seven times in this one. So, man, between all three QBs, we've got 13 total sacks on the day. So the defense, um, they had themselves a day. Rushing, we've got Damian Williams on top here for Cincinnati Bengals. 18 attempts, 39 yards, and a touchdown. Royce Freeman for San Diego, 5 attempts, 30 yards, and a touchdown. Chase Edmonds, 2 attempts, 20 yards, and a touchdown. Easton Stick chipping in, uh, 4 attempts, 18 yards. He did fumble, so let's see here. I believe he threw an interception as well, and he did, so he fumbled. They did get that one back, but still, again, just I say this every time I run through a game like this. Just the, the fumble issues with quarterbacks this year. Um, Tanner Morgan chipping in as well with his passing totals. Four attempts for 11 yards. Receiving, we have Keenan Allen here for the Crusaders. Seven receptions, 162 yards, and two touchdowns on the day. Um, 
incredible day for Keenan Allen. Obviously, he was pretty much the bulk of uh, San Diego scoring. Um, Cincinnati's Damian Williams chipping in on the receiving end as well as their top receiver. Um as well as being their top rusher on the day. Seven receptions, 87 yards, also scoring a touchdown through the air. Antonio Gandy golden for Cincinnati as well. Five receptions, 82 yards. Tyler Boyd for them, six receptions, 64 yards. Royce Freeman for San Diego with five receptions for 61 yards to go along with his um, rushing totals as well. Tyler Eifert for Cincinnati, 6 receptions, 57 yards. Jake Butt for San Diego, 5 receptions, 55 yards. Hunter Henry, 3 receptions, 43 yards. The Bengals, Drew Sample, 2 receptions, 35 yards and a touchdown. Justin Jefferson for the Crusaders, 2 receptions, 32 yards and a touchdown as well. On to defense, we're looking at... Dylan Moses being on top here for San Diego. Actually, the first quite a few will be San Diego. Ten tackles, tackle for a loss. Christian Fulton with nine tackles. Joey Bosa, eight tackles, tackle for a loss. Three sacks on the day, so great game for Joey Bosa. No surprise, though. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins with eight tackles. Drew Tranquil with seven tackles. Cincinnati's Jesse Bates third with five tackles. Back to San Diego, we've got Melvin Ingram, the third, four tackles, tackle for a loss, and a sack. Frank Clark for Cincinnati, the next three will be uh, four tackles, a tackle for a loss, and two sacks on the day for him. So, pretty solid game there for Frank Clark. Anthony Hitchens, four tackles and a sack on the day. Josh Jackson with four tackles and an interception on the day. Back over to San Diego, we've got Obi Ebo, um, the rookie from Stanford with four tackles. Ushena Nawasu with three tackles and two sacks. Not a half bad day for the linebacker, and I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce his name. Jordan Hicks for the Bengals, three tackles, one for a loss. Jerry Tillery for San Diego, three tackles, three for a loss. Carl Lawson from Cincinnati, three tackles and two sacks. And let's see, Mike Parsons, the rookie from Penn State with a sack for San Diego. Javon Hargrave for Cincinnati with a sack, which pretty much from here covers the rest of defense. I definitely wanted to be sure I got all them sacks intact here because... Just an incredible game, like, sack-wise for the defense. So, I felt they needed to uh, to definitely get that love there. Moving on to kicking, we've got Randy Bullock missing on his only attempt, but connecting on all five of his extra points for San Diego Crusaders, as well as Jason Sanders for Cincinnati, also missing on his field goal attempt, but connecting on all three of his extra points. So, not a great day for field goals for this game, but um, at least uh, at least the extra points went through. Next up, we've got the New England Patriots taking on the Miami Dolphins in a game that could potentially decide what the AFC East outcome is for division. 
It was a 38-24 victory here for New England. 464 yards of offense there for them. Uh, 352 for Miami. One turnover for New England. Two turnovers for Miami. And time of possession in favor of New England by... Mm, pretty damn near close to about 10 minutes. <laughs> Ryan Williamson, 353 yards. Four touchdowns and an interception there. Uh, Jordan Love chipping in with 13 yards as well for the Patriots. And Cam Newton, 173 yards, touchdown interception there for Miami. Rushing Trevor Hubbard on top, 13 attempts, 140 yards, and a touchdown on the day. Alvin Kamara for New England, 17 attempts, 55 yards, a touchdown, and a fumble. Jonathan Taylor, 7 attempts for 34 yards. Miami's J.K. Dobbins, 7 attempts, 23 yards. Cam Newton chipping in on his rushing total as well as his passing. 4 attempts, 13 yards, and a touchdown. And Williamson chipping in as well, 2 attempts for 10 yards. Receiving, we've got Jerry Judy on top. 9 receptions, 124 yards, and a touchdown for the second-year man out of Alabama. Uh, New England's Marquise Brown as well, five receptions, 86 yards, and a touchdown. Preston Williams for Miami, five receptions, 60 yards. Christopher Herndon, the fourth for New England, three receptions, 57 yards, and a touchdown. Odell Beckham Jr., three receptions, 46 yards. Miami's J.K. Dobbins chipping and receiving as well, three receptions, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Devontae Parker with two receptions for 41 yards. Kamara chipping in on the receiving end as well with three receptions, 33 yards, and a touchdown. And Josh Gordon for Miami, two receptions, 16 yards to finish off the day on defense Kendall Fuller for the Dolphins 10 tackles tackle for a loss Raekwon McMillan seven tackles two tackles for a loss New England's Jabril Pepper seven tackles half a sack Miami's Bobby McCain with six tackles as well as Deron Lee with six tackles there for the Dolphins Patriots next couple will be them uh, we got Devin White with six tackles, Jeffrey Okuda with six tackles and a tackle for a loss, Eric Armstead with six tackles, a tackle for a loss and a half a sack, Marlon Humphrey with five tackles, Jay Tufele with five tackles and a sack. Next couple being Miami, we've got Kawan Williams with five tackles, Joey Rutherford with Five tackles, a tackle for a loss, and a sack. Xavier Howard and Cameron Jordan both with four tackles on the day. New England's Grady Jarrett, four tackles and a sack. Miami's Devon Godcho with three tackles, tackle for a loss. And Ricardo Allen with three tackles and an interception. And that, I believe, outside of Juan Thornhill's interception... Looks to be the biggest parts to this game. So let's move on and kick in here. Uh, Brandon McManus for the Dolphins, connecting on his only extra point, or sorry, his only field goal attempt being from 54 yards, as well as being automatic from extra point, connecting on all three. 
Harrison Bucker, one for two from field goal range, Long being 31 yards and making all five of his extra points in this one. So up next, we now have the Columbus Explorers taking on the Philadelphia Eagles, which is a victory, very convincing victory here for Philly. 49-24, scoring 21 in the second quarter alone. 500 yards even of offense for them, 324 for Columbus, no turnovers in this game, so a very clean game, and time possession in favor of Philly by probably about four, just under four minutes, yeah, just under four minutes, Justin Fields, 264 yards, four touchdowns on the day, Pat Mahomes, 238 yards, two touchdowns. No sacks in this game either. Absolutely incredible. Uh, Forrest Gump, 16 attempts, 188 yards, two touchdowns. Miles Sanders, 11 attempts, 43 yards, and a touchdown all there for Philly. And Pat Mahomes, the only one with, well, I can't say the only one because uh, that's right. That roster is messed up. But um, Pat Mahomes, 5 attempts, 18 yards on the day. Receiving, we've got John Brown on top here for Columbus. 6 receptions for 97 yards. Phillies Trent Taylor, 3 receptions, 55 yards. Curtis Samuel with a 47-yard touchdown reception. Zach Ertz with 3 receptions for 41 yards. And Forrest Gump chipping in as well. 2 receptions, 41 yards, and a touchdown. Quincy Inunwa for Columbus, three receptions, 35 yards. Um, Tyler Higby with three receptions, 33 yards, and two touchdowns for Philly as well. And that wraps up our receiving totals. Defensively, Vontez Perfect for Columbus, nine tackle day. Tyron Matthews, six tackles. Harrison Phillips, six tackles on a tackle for a loss. Phillies, Caden Stearns, rookie from Texas, with six tackles. Asaha Williams with six tackles. Matt Milano with five tackles. Fletcher Cox with five tackles, two for a loss. Nicholas Murrow with four tackles as well. Uh, Josh Sweat, four tackles and a tackle for a loss. Ben Neiman, four tackles, tackle for a loss. Columbus's George Odom, three tackles and a tackle for a loss. Justin Evans, back to Philly, three tackles and a tackle for a loss. So those were pretty much the defensive totals. I mean, like I said, it was a very clean game. So um, no sacks, no interceptions, well, no turnovers in general. So, um... All you can really look at here is the tackle totals. Kicking, um, the only thing we have here is Jake Elliott being automatic from the extra point, connecting on all seven attempts in the game. And to finish off week 13, we've now got the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Atlanta Falcons in a 56 nothing ass whooping just complete domination 28 points scored in the fourth quarter alone for minnesota here 546 yards of offense for them 60 a total of 60 offensive yards for atlanta under 50 yards for both offense 
offensive passing and offensive rushing. Um, both teams with two turnovers and time possession in favor of Minnesota by literally just a couple seconds. Uh, doesn't even matter. 428 yards, five touchdowns, two interceptions for Sam Darnold. Matt Ryan, 72 yards, an interception, sacked seven times in this one. Dalvin Cook, 14 attempts, 137 yards, two touchdowns on the day for him there for Minnesota. Devontae Freeman with 12 attempts, 37 yards. And uh, Calvin Ridley with a fumble for the Falcons, which most likely came on uh, a reception, considering, like I said, I believe if not, Earlier in this one, last week's Madden just doesn't put the fumbles with the receptions, and I don't understand that. I really don't. Um, anyway, since we're talking about receiving here, let's move on. Adam Thielen for the Vikings. Five receptions, 239 yards, two touchdowns on the day frame. Great game for Adam Thielen. Stephon Diggs, three receptions, 96 yards and a touchdown. And rookie from Florida, Kyle Pitts, three receptions, 31 yards and a touchdown for him as well. Jamar Chase for Atlanta, two receptions, 24 yards. Uh, Keith and Carter for Minnesota, three receptions, 23 yards and a touchdown. Calvin Ridley with three receptions, 20 yards there for Atlanta. Pretty much wraps that up. The rest of these don't even matter. On defense, we have Eric Reed here for the Falcons. Seven tackles, one for a loss. Minnesota's Eric Kendricks with six tackles and a half a sack. Demonte Kazi for the Falcons with five tackles. Vikings rookie from Penn State, Bud Bud. Five tackles. Four sack day for him, so amazing game for the linebacker. Quincy Wilson, five tackles, tackle for a loss. And Everson Griffin with five tackles, tackle for a loss on a sack and a half. For Atlanta, we've got Tim Williams with five tackles and a sack. Desmond Trufant with four tackles. And Isaiah Oliver with four tackles and an interception. Daniel Hunter for Minnesota, four tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack. And then we've got Todd Davis and Joel, whatever the fuck his last name is, with both with four tackles and a tackle for a loss as well. Um, Harrison Smith with an interception there for Minnesota. His big key thing there. Voice side of Loken with uh, a sack there for... Atlanta, as well as Sean Williams with one as well for Atlanta. Kicking, we have Kaime Fairbairn missing on his only extra point attempt. Um, all you can really say there because, you know, they didn't score, so that was their only opportunity. And Minnesota's Matt Prater... Connecting on all eight extra points. Overall, not a bad week. Um, quite a few close games. Uh, quite a few games that could have went either way. But then there was also 
quite a few that were just major ass kickings. Um, it is what it is. Um, some days you just never know when your team's going to show up and when they're not going to show up. And, you know, we're winding down to the final parts of the season anyway, so a lot of these really, really good teams are going to start to shine even more so now than what they were in the beginning of the year. Um, a lot of these teams who are in a bad way are definitely going to start to tank a little bit to try to try to get um, that higher draft pick. I mean, there was a lot of trades throughout the year that have been made, so kind of no surprise there. So um, with that, let's move on to our last part of well, the last half of the podcast, really, which is uh, week 14. First up, we have the Brooklyn Bulls taking on the Detroit Lions. 21-10 victory here for the Bulls. 316 yards of offense for them. 266 for Detroit. One turnover for Brooklyn. Two turnovers for the Lions. And time possession in favor of Brooklyn by roughly just over seven minutes. Uh, David Blow. <laughs> what a last name. Blow. David Blow, seven yards here for uh, Detroit. Lamar Jackson, 162 yards, a touchdown and an interception. And Tim Boyle for Detroit as well, 179 yards and an interception. Rushing, we've got Kurion Johnson, 18 attempts, 76 yards and a touchdown. Jordan Scarlett, the top rusher here for Brooklyn. Uh... 14 attempts, 66 yards. Elijah Holyfield, 10 attempts, 39 yards, and a touchdown. Lamar Jackson chipping in, 8 attempts, 37 yards, and a touchdown. Sonny Michelle, 7 attempts for 12 yards. Tim Boyle chipping in as well with 2 attempts for 4 yards. Receiving Amari Cooper, 6 receptions, 90 yards, missing out on a touchdown. Kenny Galladay for Detroit, 5 receptions, 77 yards. Brooklyn's Tylen Wallace with 5 receptions for 50 yards. Next couple being Detroit, we've got Tamori and Terry, 3 receptions, 48 yards. LaVisca Shenholt, 3 receptions, 30 yards. Jesse James with the 14-yard reception. And Jordan Scarlett for Brooklyn chipping in here as well, uh, receiving with it. An 11-yard touchdown reception. Defensively, we're looking at Justin Coleman for the Detroit Lions. Nine tackle day for him. Timothy Poindexter for Brooklyn. Seven tackles. Tackle for a loss. Detroit's Donald Payne with seven tackles and a sack. Darius Slate Jr. with seven tackles. Brooklyn's A.J. Epinesa with six tackles. Two for a loss and a sack and a half. Jason Verrett for Detroit, six tackles, one for a loss. Gregory Russo, six tackles, two for a loss. And Hassan Reddick with six tackles as well. Uh, Brooklyn's Holton Hill, Carlton Davis third, and Agbania Okoronkwo with 
five tackles all as well. Same with Jordan Whitehead for Detroit, just five tackles on the day. Deion Jones for Brooklyn, four tackles, half a sack. Jawan Bentley, four tackles, tackle for a loss and a half a sack as well. And then we've got Detroit's Will Parks with two tackles and an interception. Michael Bagley for Detroit kicking, one for two on the day. Um, his only good attempt being from 28 yards, as well as connecting on his lone extra point. Robbie Gold missing on his only attempt, but connecting on all three extra point attempts that he had had as well. Up next, we have the Chicago Bears and the Pittsburgh Steelers. 18-10 victory here for Pittsburgh. 302 yards of offense for them. 287 for Chicago. They didn't even have 50 yards of rushing offense. Three turnovers there for Chicago. Four for Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh's time possession, 16-54 to 15-06. Trey Lance, 271 yards, touchdown and interception. Joe Burrow, 223 yards, three touchdowns, four interceptions on the day. So he seems to uh, seems to have fallen in the sophomore slump here this year, throwing a lot of interceptions. Chris Carson on top rushing, 17 attempts, 61 yards. Chicago's David Montgomery, nine attempts for 35 yards. Jalen Samuels for Pittsburgh, eight attempts for 18 yards. Receiving, no surprise here, Caden Smith, seven receptions, 103 yards, two touchdowns on the day. Chicago's Colby Parkinson, four receptions for 92 yards. Juju Smith-Schuster, six receptions, 83 yards. Therefore, the Steelers and Chicago's. Allen Robinson, the second, three receptions, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Anthony Miller for them as well with five receptions for 37 yards. Trey Burton, two receptions, 28 yards. Chris Carson chipping in as well with for Pittsburgh um, to go with his rushing totals, a 26-yard touchdown reception, which wraps up. The receiving part of this game. Defense. We have Khalil Mack here for Chicago. 10 tackles, tackle for a loss. Pittsburgh's Ryan Shazier putting in a 9 tackle day. Eddie Jackson for the Bears. 8 tackles and an interception. Minka Fitzpatrick for Pittsburgh with 6 tackles. Back to Chicago, we've got Bryce Hall. 6 tackles, tackle for a loss and an interception. As well as MJ Stewart Jr. with 5 tackles, 2 for a loss. Pittsburgh Steelers, Devin Bush with 5 tackles. Ronald Darby as well, 5 tackles to go along with his interception. Chicago's... Tyler Johnson with four tackles, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson with four tackles, and two interceptions. Um, Pittsburgh's Trout Edmonds with four tackles. Belial Nichols for Chicago with four tackles. Roquan Smith with four tackles and a tackle for a loss, as well as Pittsburgh's Jordan Jenkins with four tackles and a tackle for a loss. A lot of these stats are pretty much straight up even on both sides. Um, Pittsburgh's Raekwon Davis with three tackles, tackle for loss, and a sack. Stephon Tuitt, 
as well for Pittsburgh with three tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack. Pretty much looks to be the end of that as well. All the other ones are just kind of basically tackles, single tackles. So nothing too noteworthy to finish that one off. Luke Logan, rookie from Ole Miss for Chicago, one for two on the day, connecting on his lone attempt at 34 yards. Well, lone make, rather, not lone attempt. His lone make of the day from 34 yards and his only extra point in the game. And we have nothing for Pittsburgh. Chris Boswell not putting in any work whatsoever in that one. So let's move on. We have the London Monarchs taking on the Carolina Panthers. In a very close game that saw London come out on top 31-28. 469 yards of offense there for them. 467 for the Carolina Panthers. Another no turnover game. Absolutely incredible to see here. And we have time of possession in favor of Carolina by about three minutes. Both QBs having themselves a day here. Chris Mercado, 289 yards, four touchdowns on the day, as well as Mitchell Trubisky, 348 yards, three touchdowns on the day. Even Jared Stidham getting a little bit of work in, 10 yards for him on the day as well. Ezekiel Elliott on top four, London, 17 attempts, 102 yards, just missing out on the touchdown. I mean, other than that, a very solid game for Elliott. Uh, Carolina's Austin Eckler, 14 attempts, 57 yards, and a touchdown. Kareem Hunt getting a little bit of work in, 10 attempts for 49 yards. Mitchell Trubisky chipping in on the on the rushing end as well as his passing. Six attempts, 27 yards. Chris Mercado chipping in two attempts for 14 yards as well. Receiving, we've got Golden Tate, the third on top here. Three receptions, 143 yards, two touchdowns on the day for him. Uh, next couple here being Carolina, we've got Pat Fryermuth, nine receptions, 123 yards and a touchdown. Adam Humphrey, six receptions, 74 yards and a touchdown, as well as Jalen Gore, seven receptions, 70 yards and a touchdown. London's Cream Hunt chipping in with a little bit of work that he had uh, as well, receiving with the rushing totals a 45-yard touchdown receptions there for him. Evan Ingram, three receptions, 37 yards. DJ Moore, four the Panthers, three receptions, 32 yards. Austin Eckler chipping in as well. Two receptions, 28 yards with the r rushing totals. And even Ezekiel Elliott with a 27-yard reception with his rushing totals. Um, Sterling Shepard, his lone reception going for 11 yards and a touchdown as well there for London. On defense, we have Carolina's Julian Love, 11 tackles on the day. Alex Anzalone, 9 tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack. London's Kyrie Willis with 8 tackles, as well as Jonathan Jones with 8 tackles there for the Monarchs. Jordan Knuzak, 
I believe is how you pronounce that. I'm not entirely sure. Um, for the Panthers, an eight tackle day for him as well. Next couple here being London, we've got DeAndre Baker, seven tackles, tackle for a loss. Dexter Lawrence, the second, five tackles, two for a loss. Kendall Sheffield and Anthony Harris, both with five tackles as well. Uh, Jermaine Pratt, four tackles and a sack. Anthony Barr, four tackles, two tackles for a loss. As well as Jordan Phelps with three tackles and a sack as well. Carolina, Blesson, Austin, three tackles, tackle for a loss as well to finish defense. Kicking, Aldrich Rosas, connecting on his only field goal attempt from 43 yards as well as connecting on all four extra points. Steven Hauschka um, for the Carolina Panthers. Missing on his field goal attempt, but connecting out on four extra points as well. Up next, we have what was a great game between the Green Bay Packers and the Baltimore Ravens. And the Ravens really needed this one. 23-14 win here for them. 352 yards of offense. 316 yards for Green Bay. One turnover for Baltimore to four of them for the Packers. And time possession in favor of Baltimore as well by a, just over seven minutes. And this was a huge confidence booster here for uh, Baltimore as they've seen the struggle a little bit. But ever since they made that trade for Kyler Murray this year, this team has seemed to just work in a better way than what we're used to. Aaron Rodgers, 306 yards, two touchdowns, four interceptions, sacked five times in this one. Kyler Murray, 238 yards, an interception, and four sacks on the day for him as well. Now, I mean, Kyler Murray didn't do a ton of work in this one. Um, not bad yardage. Didn't throw a touchdown. Did throw an interception. Did get sacked four times. But, hey, the only thing that matters is... You know, the overall team win. Doesn't matter what your individual stats are. So, I'm sure even with the game that he played and obviously I'm sure he was not very uh very happy about the way he had played Murray's still happy to get that win for the team rushing we have Todd Gurley the second 15 attempts 48 yards and a touchdown for Baltimore Mark Ingram four attempts 46 yards and a touchdown and Kyler Murray chipping in as well four attempts 44 yards did have a fumble though um, and I believe, as I said, there was only the one actual turnover for, yeah, there was only the one turnover for Baltimore, which means that the, uh, the touch or that fumble there rushing ended up coming back. Uh, Green Bay's Christian McCaffrey, nine attempts, 41 yards on the day as well. Receiving Devontae Adams on top, no surprise. Uh, he was on a tear this game. The only guy who was really catching anything for Green Bay. 10 receptions, 244 yards, 2 touchdowns for him on the day. Baltimore's Case and Rudy, 6 receptions, 132 yards. Obviously, Murray didn't throw a touchdown, so he missed out on that. Other than that, great game for the second-year man out of Penn State. Nikhil Harry, 2 receptions, 53 yards. Green Bay's Keelan Cole, 2 receptions, 43 yards. 
Baltimore's Mark Andrews, three receptions, 19 yards, as well as Mark Ingram putting a little bit of work in on the receiving end, three receptions, 19 yards for him as well. Henry Ruggs with an 11-yard reception as well there for Green Bay. On defense, Dragon Ball's on top. First couple here being for the uh, Packers. 11 tackles and a sack on the day. Patrick Onwasor, 8 tackles. Zadarius Smith, just on a tear like he always is. 6 tackles, tackle for a loss. 3 sacks on the day for him. Baltimore's Deshaun Elliott with 6 tackles. Tavon Young for them with 5 tackles and an interception. Preston Smith for Green Bay, 5 tackles, 3 for a loss. A great game for the defensive master Aaron Donald here. 5 tackles, tackle for a loss, 4 sacks. Yeah, all the sacks that were had on that Baltimore defense, on Aaron Rodgers, all from Aaron Donald. Great game for him. Back to Green Bay, we've got Dean Lowry, five tackles, two tackles for a loss. Chandon Sullivan with five tackles. Baltimore's Muhammad Sanogo, five tackles and a tackle for a loss. Old man Earl Thomas putting in the work as well. Four tackles, two interceptions on the day for him, showing, as I stated a couple weeks back, the man still got it. Green Bay's Darnell Savage with four tackles, one for a loss as well as the interception. And to finish everything off here, we've got J.C. Jackson here for Baltimore. Three tackles and an interception on the day as well. Justin Tucker, three for three from field goal range. Long being 45 yards as well as connecting on both his extra points. So five total kicks for Tucker in this one. Automatic from all of them, which is no surprise because it's Justin Tucker. He's arguably the best kicker in the league right now. Tiny boob squig shortly here for Green Bay. Uh, two for two on his extra points. He didn't even make a field goal attempt. Um, you know, just the way the game goes once in a while. Uh, so let's move on to the next one. We've got the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles and what is always just a battle between the NFC East division rivals. Philly taking this one, though. 42-28, scoring 21 in the second alone. 467 yards of offense there for them. 510, though, there for Dallas. And turnovers, we've got Philly with one, Dallas with three. Time possession, yeah, I figured would be in favor of the Eagles as well by almost about 10 seconds under 10 minutes exactly. Zach Thomas, rookie from Appalachian State here. 18-yard day for him, as well as a touchdown. Um, obviously, I'm pretty sure he didn't do a bulk of the work. Uh, Justin Fields, 304 yards, four touchdowns and an interception. Yeah, there we go. Dak Prescott, 415 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions on the day for him. Forrest Gump, 13 attempts, 134 yards and a touchdown. There for Philly. Next couple here being Dallas. We've got Nigel Harris, 8 attempts, 28 yards. Dak Prescott chipping in with 4 attempts for 26 yards. And Rodney Anderson, 6 attempts, 23 yards, and a fumble. 
back over to Philly. We've got Miles Sanders, 7 attempts, 16 yards, and Justin Fields chipping in as well, 4 attempts for 13 yards. On to receiving, Jalen Hurd for Dallas, 6 receptions, 116 yards, 2 touchdowns, as well as Michael Gallup with 7 receptions, 98 yards, and a touchdown, so just missing out on his 100-yard day. Curtis Samuel for Philadelphia, 6 receptions, 97 yards, and a touchdown. Zach Ertz with a really good game, 8 receptions, 89 yards, 3 touchdowns for him. The rookie for Minnesota, Rashad Bateman for Dallas, 7 receptions, 87 yards. Philadelphia's Julio Jones, 5 receptions for 72 yards as well. Um, let's see, we've got Dalton Schultz for Dallas with a 6-yard touchdown reception as well. To finish off receiving, uh... Akello Witherspoon for Philly, nine tackles, half a sack. Dallas's Brendan Radley Hills, eight tackles, as well as Jalen Johnson with eight tackles. Back to Philly, we've got Nicholas Morrow with seven tackles. Puna Ford for the Cowboys, seven tackles, two for a loss. Cindy Jones, the fourth for Philadelphia. Next few being Philly here. Six tackles, tackle for a loss and an interception. Asaha Williams, six tackles. Matt Milano, six tackles and a sack. Craven LeBlanc, five tackles and an interception. Demarcus Lawrence here for Dallas, five tackles, two for a loss. Jalen Smith, four Dallas, four tackles, half a sack, as well as Xavier Woods with four tackles, half a sack as well. Uh, Philadelphia's Josh Sweat, three tackles, two for a loss, and a sack for him. And to finish it off, we have Dallas's Donovan Williams. Sorry, Donovan Wilson, rather. Two tackles and an interception. Kicking, we have Jake Elliott, 2 for 2 on the day, long being 39 yards, making all four extra points. And the Cowboys, Dan Bailey, connecting on all four of his extra points as well. So we move on to another divisional game. We've got the Tennessee Titans taking on the Houston Texans. 44-9 win here for Houston scoring 20 in the fourth alone. 525 yards of offense there for them. 218 for Tennessee. The lone turnover of the game coming from Tennessee as well. But they did get time possession. 1659 to 1456. Deshaun Watson, 364 yards, three touchdowns on the day. Damian Richardson, 204 yards, touchdown, and an interception. Duke Johnson Jr. for rushing totals here. 20 attempts, 146 yards, 3 touchdown day for him, so incredible game for him. Tennessee, Zach Moss, 9 attempts, 25 yards. Deshaun Watson chipping in, 2 attempts, 24 yards. Derrick Henry with 6 attempts for 14 yards. And Houston's Kenny Still is fumbling on a receiving, on a reception. Um, obviously, like I said, it pops up on the rushing total for some reason. Uh, receiving Will Fuller, the fifth, 
four receptions, 139 yards, two touchdowns there for him in Houston. K.J. Hill with three receptions, 129 yards, and a touchdown as well for the Texans. Rondale Moore for Tennessee, five receptions, 80 yards. Cody White for Houston, three receptions, 65 yards. Jonu Smith, three receptions, 37 yards. Rashad Perryman, two receptions, 29 yards, and a touchdown. Corey Davis, two receptions, 29 yards. As well as A.J. Brown with two receptions, 29 yards, 27 yards, rather, sorry. Uh, all from Tennessee. On defense, Zach Cunningham for the Texans, eight tackle day for him. Titans, Kevin Byard, seven tackles for him. Next couple here being Houston, Logan Ryan, six tackles, two for a loss. Justin Reed, five tackles, one for a loss. And Chuck Clark, five tackles, one for a loss, and an interception. Tennessee's Xavier McKinney with five tackles, tackle for a loss. And Rashawn Evans with five tackles as well. Benardrick McKinney for Houston, four tackles, two for a loss. Bradley Roby, four tackles, and a tackle for a loss. Kaiser White for Tennessee, four tackles, two for a loss. Charles Omenahue for Houston, three tackles, two for a loss, and a sack. And Javon Kinlaw with three tackles, two sacks on the day for him. Let's take a look at kicking here. We got Brett Mayer, one for two on the day, connecting from 38 yards on his only good field goal, as well as connecting on five to six extra points. And then Joey Sly for Tennessee, making his only attempt from 37 yards and didn't even have an extra point attempt. So, with that, we move on to the next one, which is Miami Dolphins versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. 24-10 here for Miami. 267 yards for them. 254 for Jacksonville. The lone turnover being from Jacksonville. And time possession in favor. Just under 7 minutes for Miami. Cam Newton, 128 yards and a touchdown there for him. Jared Goff, 185 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Chubba Hubbard, 17 attempts, 56 yards. J.K. Dobbins, 11 attempts, 43 yards and a touchdown. Jacksonville's Leonard Fournette, 10 attempts, 37 yards. Cam Newton chipping in on the rushing end as well. 9 attempts, 18 yards, and a touchdown. Jacksonville's Justin Hardy with 7 attempts for 16 yards. And Jared Goff chipping in as well for attempts for 6 yards. Josh Oliver for Jacksonville taking tops here, receiving 11 receptions and 99 yards. 1 yard shy of 100 yards. Uh, pretty good game for uh, the tight end out of San Jose State, though. Miami's Preston Williams, six receptions for 84 yards. Jacksonville's D.D. Westbrook, four receptions, 36 yards, as well as Marquise Lee with three receptions for 32 yards. Uh, Devontae Parker for Miami, two receptions, 23 yards. D.J. Chark Jr. for Jacksonville, three receptions, 16 yards, and a touchdown as well. And... Jacob Johnson for Miami, a six-yard touchdown reception. Defense, Miles Jack, eight tackles, two for a loss. And Josh Allen, 
eight tackles, three tackles for a loss there for the Jaguars. Ricardo Allen for Miami, seven tackles, half a sack, and Deron Lee with seven tackles and a tackle for a loss. Jacksonville's Trayvon Diggs with seven tackles. Xavier Howard for Miami, six tackles, half a sack. Raekwon McMillan, six tackles, a tackle for a loss, and a sack as well there for him in Miami. Telvin Smith, five tackles. Kwan Williams for Miami, five tackles and an interception. Uh, Trey Hendrickson for Jacksonville, five tackles, two for a loss. And Miami's Vita V, three tackles and a tackle for a loss as well. On to kicking to finish off this one, we've got Dustin Hopkins for the Jags. Making his only attempt from 38 yards, as well as making his only extra point attempt. And Brandon McManus for Miami, making his only attempt from 43 yards, as well as connecting on all three extra points as well. With that said, we move on to the next game, which is the Cleveland Browns taking on the... Denver Broncos, um, Denver looking to finish the season undefeated, that will not happen if Cleveland has anything to say about it, and they spoke loud, um, it's too bad this game wasn't watchable as it was to be the game of the week, um, absolutely incredible game from my understanding for the most part. Cleveland takes this one 27 to 10. No teams left undefeated in the league. So, year two, we had all the way up to the AFC Championship, Miami was undefeated. Lost that AFC Championship game. Dating back to year one, New England went all the way 19 and 0. Didn't lose a game until week five, I believe, roughly, uh, season two, which gave them a grand total of 23-0 and in that time span. So, the earliest we've ever experienced, nobody having an undefeated season. Um, here we are, week 14, and... Everybody is pretty much on a solid playing field at this point. 334 yards there for Cleveland, 226 for Denver, one turnover. And this is the key part of this game, one turnover for Cleveland, five of them for Denver. Uh, time possession was in favor of Denver, though, 1708 to 1452. So let's dig into the individual stats here. Baker Mayfield, 130 yards and a touchdown. Um... I don't want to say Baker Mayfield is great by any means. He's not. He's got a lot of work. But he's definitely commanded this Cleveland team and has been able to pull off some pretty crazy stuff over the last two years that we've had a, a player here. So, um, I mean, I, I feel like anybody else would have just canned Baker immediately um, and moved on to somebody else. But the fact that Baker's still on this team and, you know... It, not that he's doing a great job, but he's doing a good enough job to keep that team in games. Uh, absolutely incredible. 
Justin Herbert, 188 yards, no touchdowns, five interceptions, was also sacked four times in this one. So a harsh reality game for Justin Herbert, who up until this week avoided any talk of a sophomore slump as he got absolutely murdered in this game. On rushing, Nick Chubb, 17 attempts, 198 yards, two touchdowns there for him. Biggie backs for Denver, 21 attempts, 73 yards, and a touchdown. Um, doesn't have as many rushing yards as what he normally has, but other than that, I mean, his attempts were there. He did score. I mean, he did cross 50 yards. So, all in all, not a bad day for the rookie from Florida State. Travis Etienne. Three attempts for 10 yards for him as well to round out what we had for rushing. Uh, T. Higgins here, two receptions, 77 yards, and a touchdown for Cleveland. Noah Font for Denver, three receptions, 74 yards. Phillip Lindsay, two receptions, 38 yards. And Geronimo Allison, three receptions for 37 yards. Cleveland's Nick Chubb chipping in as well, five receptions for 25 yards. Also have uh, Denver's piggybacks chipping in with a 21-yard reception as well. Defense, uh, Joseph Gribble, eight tackles, tackle for a loss, a sack, and an interception for the rookie. Pretty solid game there for him. Uh, Mac Wilson as well, eight tackles, two for a loss. And Joe Schobert, seven tackles, tackle for a loss, and an interception there as well, all in Cleveland. Denver's Alexander Johnson, seven tackles, tackle for a loss. And Bradley Chubb, five tackles, two for a loss. Demarius Randall in Cleveland, five tackles. Denver's Isaiah Simmons, five tackles and a tackle for a loss. Miles Garrett for Cleveland, four tackles and a sack. Chris Harris Jr. for Denver, next couple being for them. Four tackles, tackle for a loss. Kareem Jackson, four tackles, two for a loss. And Calais Campbell, three tackles, one tackle for a loss. Cleveland showed in Richardson, three tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack, as well as HaHa Clinton Dix. I haven't heard that name in a, quite some time. Three tackles and an interception there for him as well. Uh, we have Anthony Brown for Cleveland with an interception. Denzel Ward with an interception as well. And Larry... Ogan Joby with a sack as well to finish out the defensive totals here, obviously in favor of Cleveland. Austin Siebert, 2 for 2 on the day, connecting from a long of 34 yards, as well as all three extra points. And Denver's Greg Zerloin connecting on his only attempt from 54 yards and hitting his only extra point as well. Up next. We have the San Diego Crusaders taking on the Columbus Explorers in a 17-14 victory for San Diego. 385 yards of offense there for them. 248 for Columbus. The lone turnover going to Columbus. And time possession vastly in favor of San Diego as well. Easton Stick, 249 yards and a touchdown on the day. Patrick Mahomes, 186 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. 
rushing, we've got Royce Freeman, 18 attempts, 70 yards, and a touchdown. Easton Stick chipping in as well, 8 attempts, 42 yards. And Chase Edmonds, 7 attempts for 22 yards. Pat Mahomes chipping in as well for Columbus, 4 attempts for 15 yards. Moving on to receiving, Keenan Allen up top here. Five receptions, 89 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Columbus's Quincy Inunwa, 10 receptions, 65 yards. Justin Jefferson for San Diego, five receptions, 60 yards. John Brown, three receptions, 48 yards. Taewon Taylor for San Diego, four receptions, 46 yards, as well as Hunter Henry for three receptions, 34 yards. And Noah Brown, two receptions, 21 yards. To finish off receiving. On defense, Vontez perfect. First couple here being Columbus. 10 tackles. Dorian O'Daniel, 8 tackles. 2 for a loss. George Odom, 8 tackles and a sack. Casey Hayward Jr. here for San Diego. 6 tackles and a interception. I almost wanted to say sack there. <laughs> uh... David Long Jr. for the Explorers, six tackles, tackle for a loss. Trey Wayne, six tackles. San Diego's Dylan Moses, six tackles and a half a sack. Drew Tranquil, five tackles, tackle for a loss. Joey Bosa, four tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack. As well as Jerry Tillery and Christian Fulton, four tackles, tackle for a loss each there to finish off San Diego. Artie Burns. Uh, for Columbus, four tackles, tackle for a loss as well. And Carlos Dunlap with three tackles and a sack. Melvin Ingram, the third for San Diego, two tackles, tackle for a loss and a half a sack as well to finish off our defense. Randy Bullock uh, connecting on his only field goal attempt from 41 yards and connecting on both extra points to finish off this game which again it, it definitely uh saddens me to basically almost give a not total completion of a game because just some of these stats could be so much better considering circumstances but i mean you know it is what it is uh moving on we've got san francisco 49ers taking on the london vikings yeah, London. What the fuck? Why does I say London? Must be a typo there. Minnesota Vikings. Uh, 42-14 victory here for San Fran, scoring 21 in the fourth quarter alone. 256 yards of offense for them. 224 for uh, Minnesota here. Turnovers being a key factor in this one. One for San Fran, but five there for Minnesota. And time possession in favor of San Francisco by almost five minutes. Just under five minutes there. Jimmy G, 245 yards, two touchdowns, interception, sacked 12 times in this one. Dear Lord, did he, how did they win this game if he couldn't stay up? I mean, of course there was the turnovers, but still, Jesus almighty. Sam Dardo, 178 yards, touchdown, five picks, sacked five times as well. 17 total sacks in this one, so defense went nuts. Rushing, we've got Tevin Coleman on top. 13 attempts, exactly 100 yards. No touchdown, did fumble one time. Dalvin Cook for Minnesota. 11 attempts, 86 yards, and a touchdown. 
Robert Foster with a 16-yard attempt. Uh, Raheem Moster, two attempts for three yards on a touchdown as well there for San Francisco. Dante Pettis, six receptions, 138 yards and a touchdown for the 49ers. Uh, Kyle Pitts for the Vikings, five receptions, 85 yards. George Kittle, five receptions, 79 yards. Dalvin Cook chipping in as well for Minnesota on the receiving end. Five receptions, 58 yards. Daryl Daniels for San Francisco, two receptions, 31 yards. Stephon Diggs, two receptions, 25 yards on a touchdown. And Robert Foster getting a touchdown reception of two yards as well. On defense, the big part to this game here. We've got Daniel Hunter for Minnesota. Um, absolutely incredible game for him. Seven tackles, five and a half sacks in this one. Five and a half sacks. Absolutely great game for Daniel Hunter. Bud Bud as well for Minnesota. Seven tackles, two and a half sacks there for him. So great game for the rookie out of Penn State as well. And Harrison Smith with six tackles. For San Francisco, we've got Quan Alexander. Six tackles, two for a loss. Um, Everson Griffin for Minnesota. Actually, next couple will be Minnesota. Uh, five tackles, two tackles for a loss. A sack and a half there for him as well. Mike Hughes with five tackles. Eric Kendrick with five tackles. And Patty Fisher, four tackles and a sack. San Francisco's Keon Crisson, uh, four tackles and a tackle for a loss. As well as Manuel Mosley for Minnesota with the same stats. Four tackles, one for a loss. Uh, San Francisco's Nick Boza, four tackles and a sack. Tarvarius Moore, four tackles, three interceptions. Great game for the free safety. Uh, Jimmy Ward with four tackles as well there for the Niners. We've got Drew Greenlaw for the San Francisco 49ers as well. Three tackles and a sack. D Ford with an incredible game. Three tackles, Three sacks. Uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't call that incredible. It was more like a, a solid game. He only had three tackles plus those three sacks. So, I mean, it definitely could have been better. But I, he did his job. Uh, three sacks on the day. He did what he's supposed to do. Marquell Lee for the Vikings. Two tackles and a sack. And Deron Payne with two tackles and a sack as well. Um, and to finish up this one here, we've got Chris Westry for San Francisco with a tackle and an interception, as well as A.J. Green with a tackle and an interception. Um, oh, Quincy Wilson actually has a, a tackle and an interception as well there for Minnesota. So let's move on to kicking now, finish off this game. Um, Matt Prater, 2 for 2 from extra point. For the Vikings, Giorgio Tavecchio, 6 for 6 on his extra point attempts as well. So with that, we've got the New England Patriots taking on the Indianapolis Colts. A 49-28 victory there for New England, scoring 21 in the second and fourth quarters. 512 offense yards there for them, 290 for Indianapolis, both teams with three turnovers, and time possession in favor of New England by just under five minutes. 
Ryan Williamson, 376 yards, four touchdowns, three interceptions on the day for him. Jacoby Brissett, 288 yards, touchdown, and three interceptions as well. Um, rushing, you've got Williamson on top once again, uh, chipping in with his passing total. Six attempts, 86 yards, and a touchdown. Alvin Kamara, six attempts, 59 yards, two touchdowns on the day for him. Um, Milo Mack for Indianapolis, 13 attempts, 25 yards, two touchdowns for him. And Jacoby Brissett chipping in with his passing totals as well. Two attempts, one yard, and a fumble. Receiving Chris Herndon, the fourth on top. Ten receptions, 146 yards, and a touchdown for New England. Devin Funchess, um, five receptions, 103 yards for him over there in Indy, missing out on a touchdown. Marquise Brown. Back to New England, three receptions, 98 yards, and a touchdown. Irv Smith Jr. for the Colts, a 75-yard touchdown reception. Jerry Judy, two receptions, 68 yards, and a touchdown, as well as Odell Beckham Jr., two receptions, 48 yards, and a touchdown as well. Um, Eric Ebron for a couple here for Indy, um, three receptions, 47 yards. Alshon Jeffrey, three receptions, 37 yards, and Marlon Mack chipping in as well. Uh, two receptions for 17 yards. Even uh, Alvin Kamara for New England with a six-yard reception as well. On defense, uh, first two being Indianapolis. Nigel Bradham, 14 tackles, tackle for a loss as well as an interception. Pretty solid day for him. Devontae Campbell, 10 tackles, two tackles for a loss. New England's Devin White, 9 tackles, tackle for a loss. And Marlon Humphrey with 6 tackles. Malik Hooker for Indianapolis, 5 tackles, tackle for a loss and an interception. Bobby O'Creek, 4 tackles. Pierre Desir, uh, 4 tackles as well. New England's next couple here. Uh, Grady Jarrett, four tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack. Dante Hightower, four tackles, three for a loss. TJ Watt, four tackles, two for a loss and a sack and a half, as well as Eric Armstead, four tackles, tackle for a loss and a half, a sack as well. Brandon Jones for Indianapolis, next couple will be them as well. Um, three tackles. Tim Jernigan, three tackles. Darius Leonard, three tackles and a sack. Kenny Moore, the second, three tackles and an interception. Juan Thornhill for New England, three tackles and an interception. Braylon Speaks for Indy, two tackles, half a sack. Chase Young, two tackles, tackle for a loss. Jabal Sheard, two tackles, half a sack. New England's Tyler Rapp, Taylor Rapp, rather. Two tackles and an interception, as well as Chidobe Awuzie. Two tackles and an interception as well. In way of kicking. Not much other than extra points. Um, both kickers, Harrison Booker for New England, as well as um, Cody Weiss for Indianapolis connecting oh i guess he didn't connect on them all okay i was gonna say they connected on all 10 extra points but cody wise four for four uh harrison bucker five for six i was gonna make that one easy and the game decided to fuck me anyway <laughs> all right let's move on guys to one of our last actually this one is our last game of week 14 wow i'm 
swear there was like two more games. Okay, uh, Oklahoma City Nighthawks, Chicago Cougars. A very, very convincing win here for the Nighthawks. 56-13, scoring 21 in second quarter alone. 475 yards of offense for them. 173 for Chicago. Only three rushing yards for Chicago in this one. Turnovers, the only one going to the Cougars. Um, and time possession in favor of OKC by just over five minutes. Jacob Eason chipping in <clears throat> on the day. Um, 79 yards, two touchdowns, and that was on two attempts as well. So, And he got a perfect QB rating for that, but you know we're going to discredit that a little bit because he only threw two attempts anyway. Jameis Winston, 295 yards, three touchdowns on the day for him. They're in OKC. Calamon chipping in. Man, even the third-string quarterback getting in this game, even though he threw for five yards, but still, that's absolutely incredible. Uh, Sean Bryant for Chicago, 201 yards, touchdown, and an interception. Rushing, we've got Melvin Gordon, the third, 11 attempts, 105 yards on the day. Did miss out on that touchdown, though. Le'Veon Bell, uh, four attempts, 18 yards, and a touchdown there for uh, him and OKC. Kenyon Drake for Chicago, seven attempts, eight yards. Ronald Jones and OKC, a two-yard rushing touchdown attempt as well to finish off that. Mike Evans, eight attempts, 200, yeah, eight attempts. Dear Lord Almighty, eight receptions. Yes, because he's catching balls, not running them. Eight receptions, 274, 270 yards. God, I just cannot get over this guy without fucking up. Eight receptions, 270 yards, Four touchdowns. That's where the four is coming in, guys. Four touchdowns. Great, great game for Mike Evans. Chicago's Kenny and Drake chipping in on the receiving end as well. Three receptions, 82 yards, and a touchdown. O.J. Howard, two receptions, 50 yards. Le'Veon Bell getting some work in on the receiving end for OKC. Six receptions, 49 yards, and a touchdown. Michael Thomas, three receptions, 45 yards for Chicago. Austin Hooper, two receptions, 35 yards. Uh, Godwin, Chris Godwin, two receptions, 25 yards as well. Uh, old man A.J. Green, just a five-yard reception. He hasn't really done too much most of the year. On defense, we've got OKC's Rex Bird, the third, 11 tackles, four tackles for a loss. Next couple here being Chicago, Demario Davis, nine tackles, tackle for a loss. Natrell Jamerson. Eight tackles, tackle for a loss, and Quincy Williams with seven tackles. Uh, OKC's Levante David, five tackles, tackle for a loss. Chicago's Stephen Parker, five tackles. Marshawn Lattimore, uh, four tackles, tackle for a loss. Jamal Adams for OKC, pretty quiet game for him, only four tackles. Especially compared to what we've been used to for the most part this year. Uh, and of course, you know, a lot of his career. But definitely, like, this year, he's been very, very chattery. Uh, Eric Murray as well for OKC. Actually, next couple will be OKC. Three tackles, two for a loss. Mike Edwards, three tackles and an interception. Carl Nassib, three tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack. And that's somebody who you heard quite a bit of when he was in New York as a giant. You know, OKC before as well. Um from Giants relocating, but 
now that he's in OKC. You just don't hear much of him. Max Crosby chipping in with uh, two tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack, as well as Danny Shelton there, two tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack. And Terrell Lewis, two tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack, all for OKC. So let's move on, finish off week 14, finish off this podcast. Uh, let's go to kicking. We've got Will Lutz for Chicago, two for three, uh, connecting on a long of 44 from field goal range and connecting on his only extra point attempt. And then you've got Josh Lambeau for Oklahoma City, connecting on all eight extra points. Um, all in all, not a bad week again. Not a bad two weeks in general. And we've now got three weeks to go before the end of the regular season as we approach playoffs. Hopefully, if all goes well, the plan that I had wanted to instill um, last year as far as trying to do like post-game conferences for playoffs with these guys. Um, hopefully I can get that in. I really hope that um, everybody kind of doesn't rush the playoffs out of the way because that will very, very quick, quickly get me behind. Um, other than that, just an incredible season, especially barring some of the things that have happened. Uh, you know, you got the issues that we had with the one team, um, the theme of this year being major turnovers, uh, the theme of, well, that was more like the second half of the year, but the, their true theme of this year being QB fumbles, um, our first season where nobody goes through regular season undefeated. That's pretty incredible. Means that uh competition's picking up in the league, which is absolutely amazing. Um Yeah, I, I mean there's not really too much more I can say. And I pretty much say this and end every podcast like this, but we've got an incredible group of people right now. Uh, it's absolutely great. I love the fact that the competition is getting better. Um, some great camaraderie between everybody. You know, for the most part, everybody gets along, which is amazing. Uh, got Just got a great group of people. Uh, so with that, I will end this, and I will see you next time when I go over week's 15 weeks 16 as well as the final power ranking for the regular season and hey we got this next cast and half of next cast and we're done with regular season guys so then it's on to Madden 21 and getting all that work done. So, I mean, if you don't hear much, there's going to be a little bit of a hiatus because it's going to take roughly about a month to get that work in. Um, unless I can manage to figure some way, an easy way of getting some help with that uh, to possibly get it done sooner. 
maybe some time can open up. I mean, I won't necessarily be doing the podcast, so that'll free up a little bit of time. Um, but just stay tuned, and hopefully you enjoy the rest of the season, the rest of these podcasts. Um, enjoy the games of the week that we've got up on the league channel. Uh, definitely feel free to check out the rest of the YouTubers who have their games up throughout the season as well to check them out. Um, get a feel for a little bit of the guys. Uh, if you want to join us as a supporter on Discord, um, the league channel has that information. You can get a hold of me personally through that as well. Um, if you want to join the league as a player, that is an opportunity for people as well. Always looking to grow the league as long as uh, we get a great group of people in. Um, other than that, have a good one, guys. Take it easy.